What's better than Anchor's podcast creation tools? Nothing. Mankind has always searched for evidence of God's perfection, and we found it. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use straight from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the lesser of the podcast platforms like Stitcher. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I've made $5, and I've been doing this for three months. So, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And so with that, uh, as a warning, sometimes we swear a little bit. Uh, But not that often. Just enough where I probably might not catch it as I'm editing. So, uh, this is labeled explicit, but it's, it's not that bad. Your little kid in the backseat probably won't catch the bad words we say. Uh, we don't go out of our way to show off with bad language. But that's your warning. Ben, how was your week? It's good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Is this going to be another, like, last time? We're like, I don't want to talk about my well, I, We <laughs> talked about it already, and I don't want to talk about what we're recording for certain reasons. All right, fine. Well, we've not, been over this. I don't know why that stuff. The, I mean, I, I cleaned my bathroom today. That was exciting. <laughs> a little spring cleaning on the first day of summer. There you go. Is yeah. today the first day of summer? There's something yesterday, today. I don't know. Winter we're, solstice. We're around the solstice. Is it solstice or equinox now? <laughs> yeah, solstice. Summer solstice, right? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. thought this weekend at some point was the summer solstice. Yeah. This isn't interesting. What did you... What, uh, well, ask you know more interesting, interesting questions then. What products did you use when you cleaned your bathroom? <laughs> Good old elbow grease. Is that it? And pine salt. I was going to say, just like, time to get that rag in a bucket of just plain water and get to work. <laughs> yeah. It's like our forefathers did. <laughs> exactly. Uh, did you turn on your window unit today? For some reason, no. I'm sweating like crazy today, and I don't know why. And I even asked the kids, I'm like, do you want me to turn on the AC? And they're like, sure. But they haven't left the house since Friday morning when they came here. Well, because you keep it too comfortable, apparently, with the AC on. No, I didn't if turn you on want the them AC. To, oh, okay. Until just now, oh, like gotcha. before you came over. Like, i got to get it a little bit closer. Okay. But yeah, my kids literally do not leave the house at all. Don't get up out of bed. They don't do anything except get up to like, get more food. Sitting on their beds, on their Instagrams, mm-hmm. and their... What are you, 90? And their uh, Snapchats. Uh, as soon as I hear you say the phrase Insta snaps and then you kind of smile quietly to yourself, real pleased with yourself, then I know you're like middle aged and totally not connected at all with what's going on in the world. Yeah, let's not forget you're like eight years older than I am. So. But yeah, weirdly cooler. I don't know how that, that works. Uh, I don't think I came to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We, we were just talking about how I've tripled your listenership when you, since you, you brought me on. You have tripled it. Well, whatever. <laughs> you just got a lot of coworkers tuning in, I think, is what's going on right now. <laughs> Friends and family. You, like, reached out to every... Yeah, um, I have a more robust network than you do. I mean, however you want to... Whoever they are, they're, they're listeners. Uh, my... Nobody that I work with listens to this, but I, I work in a pretty... Uh, a group of crabby people, which I think I've told you about already before. But yeah, uh, my my fake manager has been off on a vacation, and all 
all of those people just instantly started feeding on each other <laughs> with hatred and anger. Oh. oh, they're all picking out each other's faults during calls, and st- it's just insane. And so that's what was been happening last week. Sounds. Like, do you uh, try to subtly stir the pot at all with that? Just, no, uh... I try to stay as silent as humanly okay. possible. But I did make I did make one minor screw up on something, which normally should not be a big deal for any other group or team or anything like that. But man. I mean, that was an all-day-long discussion about my one minor screw-up. So that was my week. But otherwise, (laughs) so you took a big sip of that water you brought. Yeah, I like to stay hydrated. (laughs) That that cup of coffee you drank is really draining you out right now? Are you getting kidney stones or anything you're worried about? Just Well, no, because I drank so much water. (laughs) I already told the kids, because they were not in the idea that I have anyone come over and hang out today. Uh, so I said, I'm having someone come over, we're recording. And then they're like, uh, and I'm like, it's my house. I can have someone come over and we can record. And they said, well, what if he comes upstairs? Because we only got the one bathroom. And I was like, fine, if I make him pee outside, are you guys cool? And they're like, all right. As usual, um, anytime I, I have a conversation with any parent mm-hmm. about parenting, it makes me just glad you're not a parent. Yeah, and... Uh, Secure in my choice to never have children. So thank you. Thanks for reinforcing that. Uh, you might be talked into it someday. I doubt that. You're going to meet the right lady who's uh-huh. going to say, boy, you know what would make my life perfect and make me not leave you? <laughs> the gift of a child. And then you'll say, okay, baby. I think I'm at the point in my life where that's not going to happen. I'm closing in on 40 pretty quick here. And it's... Did you get the snip, Ben? Ben, did you get the snip? <laughs> Is that what you're saying right now? Is this, or is this another secret you don't want to tell? <laughs> Did not get the snip. Oh, okay. It's fine. crossed my mind, though. You never talk about your week, except that you cleaned. <laughs> There's got to be more. There, I feel like I should be able to draw something out of you. Uh, grocery store visits. Do you ever see anything? What's your local grocery store like? Without naming the neighborhood you live in. I was going to go on a Target run. Yesterday, but then I got lazy, so I just ordered it online. It'll be here by Wednesday. Yeah, it shipped it. Yeah, wait till Wednesday. Yeah, so <laughs> I got to make sure the the toilet paper lasts until Wednesday, but it should be fine. Do you mean send you home with a roll bin? No, <laughs> I appreciate think that. It should be all right. Yeah, how far away is the Target from you? It's like six blocks. What? Okay, but I mean, you came here, which is probably further, I imagine. Yeah. It was last night. Well, there was one specific thing I wanted, I was going to pick up, and I noticed they didn't have it in stock. So I'm like, eh. All right, I'll fine. just have the whole damn order shipped. You know, there's a Target everywhere. Yeah. There's but, even one in walking distance of my place, so... Well, like, the, the one... I usually walk to the one by my place, but mm. if they didn't have... I didn't want to drive somewhere... You it, walk to the one six blocks. So six blocks isn't like a short jaunt, but it's not long either. So I get the walking, except that when you go to Target, you usually buy... A lot of items, like toilet paper and paper towels. Yeah. Are you one of those people that has a little cart that you bring with them when you're walking back home? You mean a homeless person? No, not a homeless person. Like, you know the people that have their own weird wire Yeah, carts? I know what you're talking about. No, I don't. I just make sure you just carry I like keep a it a, to a manageable amount where I just don't overbuy about that. Hmm. I just so sh- show some restraint while I'm in the store. It's <laughs> not that hard. <laughs> I love that you're all crabby and self-righteous yeah. about it. Wow. Like, you walk in like... I feel like I'm being I'm attacked. I'm going to show some restraint here. Yeah. I just imagine, like, because normally yeah. if I go to Target, I have to get, like, 
milk and eggs and something else and something else. And it kind of piles up. It's a couple of good bags to bags to carry in your hands. You yeah. know, two or three of those plastic things. And you're just swinging those babies around while you're walking down the street back home. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, fine. Maybe I'm skipping even. Not even walking, just skipping. <laughs> ben, how's the book going for you? It's uh, it's really something, isn't it? <laughs> Let's see if we can remember what happened. I got through all the chapters. Don't say anything. Which, Don't say anything. I was Don't. going... To credit me for the first time? Yes. I'm going to slap you. You shouldn't have came here in person. You're going to get coffee thrown right over that shirt of yours. So how does chapter... Third, 14 starting. It starts where she has gone back to meet up with John Fa and everyone on their sleds, right? Yeah. And she finds out that the boy... Oh, the boy hasn't died yet. So I don't know if I've... Wait, what boy? The boy that doesn't have his uh, demon. That, this, we discussed this in the last episode. Yeah, and that was chapter 13. 13, yeah. Okay, so 14 is when they're about to hit the road, but then they get attacked. Is that where that left? Yeah, from? so they okay. were they were because I caught up on thirteen and then like kept going gotcha. to fourteen. Oh, so I'm that's why it's kind of bleeding. Well, in I'm going to give you more congratulations for reading <sighs> the other part. You didn't have to do that. We were past that already. You're get a so. whole cup of lukewarm coffee thrown all over that beautiful face of yours. <laughs> anyway, well done on on reading it. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So the little boy dies, uh, and I do like how he was clutching that fish. I mean, I don't like that. It's sad, but I do like that one of the idiot guys took the fish and gave it to his dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay. but it wasn't with malice. Yeah. Because then she's like, who took his fish? And he goes, well, I'm sorry, I gave it yeah. to my dog. <laughs> he was dead. He didn't need it anymore. Yes. The dog was hungry. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was his fake demon fish. Um, but so, then there was an attack. Yeah, so chapter 14, there's an attack. Yep. And this goes back to what I was talking about last time, is um, she has this magic compass, a lithiometer. Mm-hmm. Why isn't she using it more? Maybe she would have seen this attack coming. I Why know. is she not asking this thing about the journey that she's on? After you brought that up, which is a really good point, then I instantly glommed onto it like, yeah, as if I thought of it. But then listening to it again as I was doing the editing and hearing my own damn voice over and over because I kept editing, it's a really good point because then when the attack happens, I thought the exact same thing. Like she would have, yeah. she should have known about the attack. She could have easily. She should have be seen this messing coming. with this thing every fifteen minutes, especially when yeah. you're sitting on the sled yeah. and stuff, and you're bored. You yeah, be she's like, not doing anything. Is it gonna snow again? And like I check my phone for the weather every ten minutes when I'm like got nothing else to do. Yeah. What's the weather gonna be two weeks from now? I don't know. Yeah. She should be doing the same thing. So she shouldn't have gotten attacked. Yeah. So, Moron. So this is her fault. Mm-hmm. She gets attacked by. Uh, well, not she. Like the whole group gets attacked mm-hmm. by. Uh, Tartars. Yeah, tar- I keep wanting to say Turks, but yep, Tartars. 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 And they scoop her up specifically. So apparently they were just supposed to be out hunting for kids, more or less, because they didn't know who she was. They asked her what her name was. Yeah, it seemed, I think at first you were supposed to think that they were targeting her, but it yeah. turns out um, they didn't, because they, they scoop her up and they, whatever, put a sack over her head. And I would have liked it if you would have stopped right there. And she, uh, Whatever. And then you just take a sip of your coffee. <laughs> oh, I like being in person. I can see when it yeah. actually made you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just silence on your end. Well, um, uh, yeah. So they take her to uh, yeah, Bolvangar. 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 And what was Bolvanger? that exactly? It was just a chateau out in the, in the snow? Because they said, like, we're the only place... Whoever it's, the man was that she was talking to after she got brought in, he was like, don't worry, 
we're just keeping you safe till your people come to find you. We're the only place for miles, so they're gonna come here. Yeah. But what was it? Like, well, yeah. then, like, the Tartars are telling her, don't worry, we're gonna take you somewhere nice. With their limited broken English, they're saying, mm-hmm. very nice people. You seem real just focused nice. on that broken English. Got a little problem there? <laughs> what, are you a bigot? Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. But, so, they, yeah, they, they get to this uh, outpost called Bolvanger, and there's mm-hmm. a, a man who speaks... Good English there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. And, I see why you're stressing it. Still uh, think it's a little xenophobic, but all right. So, and I, when the Tartars are telling me they're nice people, my, my thought was, were they being sarcastic? I kind of thought that she's going to get assaulted in some way. Yeah, they're, they're, these are a group of real nice guys. You're going to like yeah. them. But then the, the, the man with the perfect English, whoever that was, uh, he feeding her full of lies. Saying that the it's gonna be fine, you're gonna stay here. It's gonna be uh, nice, but then so it's a, it's a modern facility with yeah. Uh, well, what was it? Was it just like a castle, or was it like a like a chateau uh, situation? Well, it seems like it's it's a some buildings linked with uh, underground tunnels. It's just oh, it's okay. just a northern outpost. It, it sounds okay. like they're modern buildings, a kind of a scientific place, and they um, bring her to a nurse that <clears throat> kind of cleans her up, and the nurse seems a little bit off. Little, yeah, little dead behind the eyes, a little dull. Yeah, and her uh, Lyra analysis, her demon also is kind of the kinda. same. Since the demons are a yeah. reflection of their people, sort of uh, some little absent-minded. Yeah, a little. seems almost brainwashed. Is the yeah, impression right. I got. Um, so they kind of clean her up, and uh, uh, then they drug her. Do they drug her? Yeah, they. She goes to sleep and. Um, how do they drug her? They have her drink. Oh, they well, do. They, give her, her they fed her. Yeah, they oh. gave her some. I thought they get like solar like soup and stuff. I remember them saying like, "Here, have this. That's gonna make you feel better." And she yeah. specifically asked, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, all right. But then, yeah, then doesn't she? Soon after that, is it that she met the other kids and talked to them? Well, they they woke woke her up. They did they rouse okay. her from her drug induced slumber, mm-hmm. and um, that's when she realized she had been drugged because oh, okay. she'd been out for a while. And then, yeah, there's. Uh, a bunch of children there. Mm-hmm. They wake her up and kind of tell her what's going on. Yep. And that's when it becomes clear that this outpost that she's at is uh, run by the gobblers. Exactly. And doesn't she find out from that conversation that Mrs. Coulter is there or showing up? Uh, yeah, they, they. at some point it's mm-hmm. revealed that Mrs. Coulter is involved, yeah. And... She's not there at this point, though. She appears yeah. later, which you will know because you read... All four chapters that we agreed upon. <laughs> I know that she shows up. I didn't know how soon afterwards, yeah. but I do know that uh, she thought that she saw the monkey, though, at one point when she was first being brought in there. Like, I remember that oh, did part. She? Yeah, oh. like, out of the corner of her eye, she thought she saw a monkey, but so it's as if Mrs. Coulter's always been floating around there. Um, well, I guess I missed that. Yeah, but then she, like, saw the monkey for real as Mrs. Coulter's, like... And then, of course, she says, where have you been? And she has to instinctively lie... I love how they said that. Well, she's... we're jumping ahead quite a bit. Aren't we? All right, Wasn't fine. That... Well, I don't know. If we want to quickly go over what. Uh... Oh, I made a note, and I, this is probably not going to be the case. But I was wondering, hmm. and I was going to get your take on this. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're being introduced to this facility with all the doctors and scientists there, mm-hmm. they seem kind of, kind of shady. They're up to something. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if, if maybe there's going to be a, a twist, and they're going to actually turn out to be the good guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to know, is that something that would happen, like, in a Harry Potter book? <laughs> <laughs> or is this just outlandish? 
No, I took it for this is a shady organization and they are... I don't know if they're going to be the good guys. I mean, maybe, I guess, if you're going to go big picture like that, there could be a situation where they're trying to separate demons from these kids, even though it costs the kids their lives. Yeah, it seems less likely the more that I read into it. But when yeah. I, I were initially getting introduced to these people, I thought, I wonder if they're uh, yeah going to pull the old switcheroo here. They're going to try and make you not like these people, but it turns out they're the good guys. But I don't see how. Yeah, I don't see how either anymore. Because yeah. kids are literally... So the other kids talked about how... It's not all bad here, and we're. <clears throat> it's not all bad, and everything's like it's kind of okay, but yeah, it's a little creepy and this kind of stuff. And then they talk about like, and some of the kids they just like disappear, and uh, but we hear that they're being taken back home and stuff. And so it's like you're you're able to put two and two together. Like after seeing the kid holding the fish, it's like no, nah, they're being separated, and then they just die apparently. Yeah. Like did that kid with the fish escape? I figure, because I. Not exactly sure. Do they just hold them in captivity till the kids just die? <laughs> How they do that exactly? But yeah, I don't think there's going to be any redeeming qualities from these. Uh, okay. And I was asking because you're the relative YA expert here. Uh, nah, that one didn't phase me. Okay. I think I'm focused more on how they talk extensively about the bears in these chapters. Uh, Not as much how as the last they are. Yeah, chapters. how intelligent Wait. they are. They didn't talk about the bears much in these chapters. They did because, well, not like extensively, extensively, they dedicated a whole chapter to it, but they did talk about how that one bear, I forgot his name, how he has been ousted, but normally they're not anything like him. Yorick Bjornsson? Yeah, Yorick Bjornsson. How he uh, is an outlier because they're all, and they talk about like how intelligent they are and everything. And I'm like, it is just getting closer and closer to their trip to the bear college where... Yordic or whatever is going to have to get up and make a speech to <laughs> the student body. I know. It's going to be like whenever they, they have like the, can, the comedians come to the campus and do like the, the whole stand-up show. It's going to be the same situation with the bear. When it does reach that point in the book, is this going to be, it's going to end up being like a three-hour episode with us talking. You're just going to be. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because as much as you like to give me a hard time about uh, not finishing a chapter, it's like. Yeah. Do, do those chapters involve bears? Mm, I skimmed them. I didn't see any bear references in there. So why am I reading these exactly? You can just have you tell me about what's going on. But yeah, the bears. I did like that they fleshed out the bears a little bit more. They even mentioned yeah. they have opposable thumbs. And I'm not making that up. Bears well, they have mentioned, opposable Yeah, they thumbs mentioned that last time. So they can make their... Uh, Armor. Yeah. Right, I'm just pointing the, it out. They have opposable well, thumbs. I thought said, we talked about that last time. Why are we talking about it again? I'm just bringing it up. It's okay. a point about how these yeah. bears are able yeah. to hold a pencil and go to school. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> they can hold a piece of chalk and write something on the chalkboard. <laughs> I suppose they could. They probably go through a lot of chalk because they press too hard on it, but yeah, it's there. Anyways, then what happens, Ben? Don't they, uh, after she talks to Mrs. Coulter... Or am I skipping over too much? Yeah, you're skipping. We haven't gotten to Mrs. So before Mrs. Coulter, there's a there's a fire drill, and mm-hmm. Lyra and uh, Roger. She found Roger first. So we should mention that Roger, her mm-hmm. buddy from uh, running the rooftops of mm-hmm. Jordan College, he's at this place, mm-hmm. and so is uh, Billy Costa, who is the her almost half well not half brother but step brother kind of. Oh, okay. Because Ma Costa is who was nursing her when she was a baby. So All right, right. this is Ma Costa's son, Billy Costa, who was taken by the gobblers. Mm-hmm. So she and Billy and Roger use the fire drill as a excuse to uh, kind of explore what's going on here. And they find a, an outlying building that's not connected to the other ones. 
Um, and they break into it with the help of the witch's goose demon that's been kind of watching her and waiting for an opportunity where she's away from the group to talk to her. So the goose demon uses her witch powers to unlock the door and they get into this little building and there's all the severed demons are in there in cages, basically. So mm -hmm. they set all those demons free and mm -hmm. get back to the group while they're taking attendance after the fire drill. Mm -hmm. And they decide they need to hatch a plan to escape because mm -hmm. the goose tells them that the Egyptians are about a day away. So they decide they'll just set the fire alarm off again. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, that's the kid's cue to escape. So, Okay, I thought... So when you say you read all the chapters, you didn't I read did. It well, like I told closely. you, I went through them, and then normally whenever I do this, I have the little the site I go to that just kind of bullet points major things in every chapter. I didn't get a chance yeah. to do that. Okay. But she did... I thought she talked to Mrs. Coulter before that, and then also she learned about how they were severed before all the escaping. Yeah, so during the fire drill, they kind of came up with a plan to escape, but then mm -hmm. that was going to be like a day later. So mm -hmm. they... As the fire drill is kind of ending, so they get all the kids outside for the fire drill, take attendance, make sure everyone's there, and as that's going on, Mrs. Coulter's Zeppelin arrives, mm -hmm. and so she gets there, and they go inside. Mm -hmm. She doesn't see Lyra at this point. Mm -hmm. So the kids all go back inside. Lyra finds out through one of the other kids that they can get up into the ceiling and crawl around, so Lyra goes up in there, and is crawling around and finds a meeting that's going on where they're mm -hmm. discussing how they sever the kids. They use, have to use, like, magnesium knives or something to sever oh. people from their demons. Mm -hmm. And they're just talking about the process that they've been doing and how they sedate them so the shock doesn't kill them instantly and they're trying to refine their process. Yeah, and didn't they mention... Oh, no, it's only Mrs. Coulter was... So I keep jumping to that, but Mrs. Coulter mentioned the dust... But in the sense that it's bad for you and we're trying to get it off of you and protect you from it? or Yeah, so things. she's Lyra's in the ceiling, eavesdropping on this conversation. Yeah, she accidentally makes... She gasps when they're talking about uh, se severing the demons because it's so shocking. And right. So they hear her up in the ceiling. They grab her. Mrs. Coulter isn't in the room at this mm -hmm. point. So they decide they need to like instantly do the procedure on her to sever her and pan. And they were debating holding on to her because they have to do a demonstration of the severing for Mrs. Coulter. And they're like, but then for whatever reason, they were like, no, we, we should just do her because she already knows too she much. She knows too much and she'll be covered. So yeah, they should do it right now. Got it. And they're about to do the procedure and Mrs. Coulter walks in and realizes it's yeah. her and puts a stop to it. And, mm -hmm. and then she, yeah, talks to her and then they talk about dust. And Mrs. Coulter is trying to explain how this is all good. And mm -hmm. the children aren't harmed, which Lyra knows is BS because she saw yeah, Tony right. with the dead fish. And, and she also, well, the one thing I loved the most about that was that she, the uh, internal monologue was that she had to uh, lie but not be too obvious in her lying because she always lies all the time. Yeah. But she's like, I have to be subtle in my lying. It's a craft. You know? It's a craft. It's an art. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so like this is where she becomes an artist with her lies. So that was pretty funny. But also that she used the logic on Mrs. Coulter of if trying to remove the dust from me so that I'm safe or protected or whatever her logic was that or that she was uh, telling her that she said, well, then how come you don't do it to yourself or whatever? Which yeah. then, of course, she's like, just be quiet and yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. But so then... Well, and there's some implication they, they can't do this 
to adults because they were asking some of the kids if their demons still change form. Oh, right. So right. there seems to be something about hitting puberty when your demon doesn't change anymore where mm-hmm. they think they can't do this procedure or there's no value in it because the kids have dust but the adults don't. Well, the one thing that I... My theory still stands that um, they're severing the demons. They don't care about the kids. They're trying to get the demons before they can uh, change through puberty to take a final form. Yeah. I think they're trying to force a final form into some kind of awesome beast and get an army of whatever these amazing awesome things are going to be. Do you think we have any clues to that yet? Just well, more the bears? fact that they were well, the fact that they were holding them all captive, all the demons, they were mm-hmm. holding onto them. Yeah, that's they're going to try and turn them into some, some specific form. That they haven't, uh, since they haven't settled into one, and I'm guessing bears, even more human-like bears, like bears with human legs. So, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. One, um, one of the the shocking things that happened to in this uh, chunk that we read was uh, a person touched. Yep. And she Lyra's demon. The fuck out. Yeah. She couldn't handle it. Well, that's just not done. No, you it just don't start, touch it. I know. I gasped when I read that passage. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. <laughs> so you just don't do that. Not even to your most mortal em- enemy. Amenities? Yeah. yeah. And I guess just to sum up the rest of it is they executed the plan to escape. So they mm-hmm. set off the fire alarm and also, just Witches. for good measure, just blew up the place. Yep, they Turn, did. Turned on all the gas and caused a huge explosion with flour. I know. Just like the old uh, old mill downtown that uh, <laughs> back in Ot 3 or whenever that thing went up. I was thinking... Is this going to be like the final season of uh, Game of Thrones where you've got the White Walkers. The White Walkers has been established since the first season. Yeah. Every season they keep mentioning it. It keeps leading towards, okay, we know there's a giant battle coming. Is everyone that's got all their little infighting and their little games of the throne, uh, are they all going to join forces and fight this big beast of a thing? And but um, So you've got this farm where they're separating out demons from kids, and now it's just blown up already. And just like the final season of Game of Thrones, it was like... Four episodes in, they just killed off the White Walkers. I was like, well, now what happens? But whereas when the Night King was killed by Arya mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones, Mrs. Coulter is still alive. We know. So the kids sure. escape, and then luckily, just in the nick of time, the Egyptians show up, and uh, Lee Scoresby and his balloon shows up, and they help all the kids <laughs> escape. Just when it was looking real dire. Yeah. Uh, the, just, just in the nick of time, they yeah. show up, and uh, the witches are there helping out, too, and then... Mm-hmm. Kind of closes uh, saying the witches, uh, we're going to learn a lot of things in the next few chapters, apparently. And that's where the section ended. Okay. So. Well, I was kind of wondering what the big goal of the book would be. Because uh, it was kind of leading up to there's a farm where they're separating kids from demons. Yeah. And I thought, okay, this is going to be the point. Like, they're, they're towards the end of the book, they're going to find it. They're going to free the kids. They're hopefully whatever and stop the uh, atrocities from happening. But it sounds like they kind of just did it. Even well. Mrs. Coulter's still out there. Look, they got more farms, hopefully. But they were doing it to the <laughs> end of... The end here is there's these parallel universes that they're trying to get to. They're trying, Lord Azrael oh, is trying three. to build this bridge to a yeah alternate dimension. There's three books. I'm yeah. expecting that to be the last book. Oh, okay. I'm thinking this book, the immediate goal is free the kids. Well, my understanding of the trilogy, to give a brief overview, is we have this one that's set in the world that we've come to know. Mm-hmm. I guess the second book is set in our world that we're familiar with, this Earth. And then the third book is kind of between the two, from what I understand. Oh, someone's already looked on Wikipedia, or has a coworker that told them all the secrets. I, I looked on Wikipedia. 
I like the smug expression. You're yeah. like, ah, I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. A little wink. You're, you're on to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I assessed me out, huh? So twist my arm. Yeah, the bigger questions I had. Mm-hmm. Um, are the, In this world, are there any regular animals or are all the animals demons of some sort? Because have we come across any just normal, unattached animals? Well, they had dolphins. I mean, there are... There is wildlife out okay. there. I don't know if they're all oh, hyper-intelligent yeah, like bears. Okay. Clearly the God's creation led to rule this world is the bears. Uh, but uh, I don't know. They don't really okay. mention specifically like, and then a chicken ran by yeah. that had no sentience besides just eating. And- okay, question number two. Mm-hmm. Can a person have a demon that is uh, in the form of a human? So you just have a smaller... <laughs> Opposite sex person, <laughs> like running around whispering in your ear. Yeah, how come they never take that form? It's always got to be animal life. Yeah, I mean they got monkeys is the closest you're gonna get. Yeah, I do Dude. like that point okay. of view. That's pretty good. Also, now it's been established that you just don't touch other people's demons, but the demons can touch each other. Do the demons breed with each other? That's a good question. I want to say probably no, uh, just as a knee-jerk, because I'm guessing that these demons are kind of representatives of your soul to some degree. Okay. And, uh... Well, yeah, I think Do you think they just cool. grind on each other? Like, college, you know, dry-humping? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm asking you. I mean, Ooh. I know this sort of thing wouldn't have happened in Harry Potter, but we've established no, that this yeah. book is It brings a up a lot dirtier. of adult scenarios of you and another lady are doing it, and are the demons also... Watching or because they got to be close to you. Are they doing it too? Can you set up like a little a, a little drapery to keep them from watching the show? Are they doing it too? Yeah, it's uh, these are good questions, Ben. Look at you. Yeah. Look what you just brought to the episode. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I still like the tiny little naked human. Because <laughs> it would be naked too, wouldn't it? Because like you can't just clothes, buy yeah. demon clothes. Well, they keep changing shapes until finally they take the final form of just a guy named Phil. <laughs> so he got a little bit of a beard. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. He's only like, I don't know, a foot tall, just shouting at you. Hey, there's danger ahead. <laughs> He's got a little mustache like a car salesman. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one a lot. So anyway, I think last time you asked me if it wasn't the blobfish, what my demon would be. I think oh, would you would, finally pick one? Well, I think it would be a person. A tiny little naked woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want mine to be a little naked, but now it's yeah. going to be the opposite sex, so it's like, what kind of woman? Well, it's usually the opposite sex, but they said in rare occasions it's of the same sex, right? Mm. I think that's what they said. I don't know if you qualify, if you'd be uh, in doubt with the rare occasion. That was a fun little bit. Ben, any thoughts about these chapters? See, I was freewheeling it. I didn't do my little overview to make sure I got all the points lined up, but you came with notes and you've got points lined up. So yeah, I was freewheeling it, and uh, my overall is just sort of... Uh, it's a, I'm wondering, is there... Did we just reach the point of this first book already? How much is left in the book? Well, the book is broken into three parts, and we've, so we still we've finished... So 70 the, pages left? we finished the first two parts. Yeah. So there's... A part, so still one good. part left. Okay, so there's still more story there. This isn't wrap-up chapters. Well, uh, yeah. So we'll get the cliffhanger, but uh, all right. So I guess are we, we sort of... Uh, yeah, we've got about 90 pages left. Okay, so there's still a good amount of uh, time there that uh, I figured uh, there's sort of the crescendo. It reaches the point. Uh, it sort of feels like we already hit that in a way. So now it's just sort of they've all escaped. They're all going to go into hiding. They've got the kids... 
and then it's set up for the next book is kind of what the vibe yeah, was. Yeah, no. So, like I said, that this part ended with the witch telling Lyra that there's going to be a lot of information revealed. It sounds like in the last part of this book, so more of our answer, more of our questions will be answered. All right. Um, I guess my big question, and I want to know what your opinion is: Do you think she's finally going to start using this magic <laughs> alethiometer to prevent uh, calamities such as her being kidnapped? I think the first question I would ask if I had the alethiometer would be. Are there any, like, human <laughs> demons? <laughs> and if so, where do they live? I want to go see it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would hope so. I mean, they basically given her this, like, device to help you cheat through yeah. life, and uh, she's not doing it. So, yeah. yeah. Do you think she's learned a lesson, though, from this episode? I don't think she's being... learned a goddamn thing. Because she still had it while she was in the facility, right? Why wasn't she using it then even to, like, help her escape? I know that... Uh, they Mrs. Had... Coulter tried to get it from her. I don't think she did, though, did she? She was like, oh, it's really smart. You kept it in that little sack, but you should give it to me. Well, because she also it. had the little spy bug in there. And Which she released. the monkey I forgot took that. that. Yeah, so the monkey demon took that and opened it, and it, the bug, like, clawed, like, clawed bit it its face or whatever. Yeah, yeah. which that's was supposed to when... be after her, because I thought there was a whole thing. you got to keep it safe because it's going to attack you at some yeah. point, no matter how it's like 100 years from now. But it attacked the monkey, which I thought was strange. Well, and didn't we think... That. I thought we were supposed to... We were led to believe that that spy bug came from Mrs. Coulter. That's what we were led to believe. Yeah. But it seems that's not the case. I guess not it because it her demon. And she didn't seem to recognize it. She would have known... Yeah. And then she would have known Lyra was lying about how she ended up where she was. I don't think I'm making this part up. I thought they were saying that... That bug, the idea being that that bug is after you, Lyra, so we yeah. got to keep it safe. So Because it, it will attack you if it ever gets out, because it's mad you captured yeah. it. But it attacked the monkey, so does that mean so that, that somebody unexpected. released it because Mrs. Coulter's monkey was nearby, Mrs. Coulter was nearby sort of spying on her, and that's why this bug was released and looking? So it just happened to be near Lyra because Mrs. Coulter was nearby? Maybe, yeah. So that's kind of yeah. a, a mystery right now, isn't yeah. it? That's so, a good point. But yeah, and then when the bug attacked the monkey demon, that's when Lyra used the opportunity to set off the fire alarm, wasn't it? I think that's when she... That part I've that, glossed over, I guess. That allowed her to escape from Mrs. Coulter's room, and right. I think yeah. that's when she ran right, down the right. hall, set off the fire alarm, and right. blew up the place. Well, so your takeaway on that is that we're going to get a lot... We're going to a download of information, that's, and then on to the next book. So, like, didn't they specifically say that at the end? The witch? Eh. They, yeah, Serafina Piccolo. Yeah. Is that the witch's name? She said... Uh, and she was the one that What's-His-Name was uh, dating. Yeah. Was she, um, yeah. Farter Coram. Yep. Yeah. The so part we ended. So we're, there's going to be a lot of talking going on. Serafina's going to tell Lyra all sorts of things about dust, hmm. and about everything else, too. Okay, so we're getting the download. We're getting the setup for the next book on the next 90 pages, I bet. That's what it seems like. Ah, poop. I want the crescendo. I want the action. You knew this was a trilogy before we started. I know, but each book can be just as exciting. Okay. All on its own. What if they never were allowed to publish the next book? You ended it with 90 pages of exposition. <laughs> you're looking at me like you're all just like, what are you talking about? Please shut up. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> oh, my God. And with that, <laughs> we're going to wrap up this episode of Book Boys. Well, that's it. I guess. Is it, well, you don't want to talk about your week. <laughs> you got anything you want to say, Ben? We know. talked about the book. The yeah. book is talked about. Okay. Uh, you think about getting a pet anytime soon? <laughs> if only if I can get a small person as a pet. 
I'm sure that I can get some sort of creepy doll for you to keep around your house that looks sort of like me. <laughs> Make sure it's got all of its clothes removed, like a Ken doll, and uh, I can find that for you. I can craft it myself. I, please don't. I could scan my body and 3D print a smaller version of it <laughs> for you. Is that what you want? Well, I can actually no. see you laughing. This is a pleasure. No. All right, with that, (laughs) thanks for listening to the episode. Make sure to tune in later. (laughs) And there you go. I hope it was worth it. Another episode of The Book Boys. What did we learn today? We learned that little tiny naked men as demons is the best idea I've ever heard my entire life.